Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Back and joining us now is Julie Wentz of Freedom Healthcare. And I've talked to her a couple of times before. I want to give people as many options that are out there, and I'm happy to see so we've got entrepreneurs that are out there trying to come up with alternatives to this corrupt and dangerous healthcare system that we've now uh, seen the uh, the underbelly of <laughs> these last few years. They have a conference that is coming up, an international healthcare conference that's coming up on June 9th and 10th. So we want to talk a little bit about that conference, get an update as to what is happening with uh, Freedom Healthcare. Uh, and um, mm-hmm. so joining us now is Julie Wentz. Thank you for joining us, Julie. Good morning, David. Thank you for having me back. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Tell us a little bit about the conferences coming up uh, the first week of June, June 9th and June 10th. June 9th and 10th. Yeah, we're really excited. I mean, we've watched the last three years what's happened and understanding that our current six system really is a corrupt six system as well, like all the rest. So we're looking at, even though there's been a lot of people talking about things that have been happening the last three years, we have to bring solutions. We have to bring solutions to the people to actually help them heal. Mm-hmm. So that's all about what the conference is. So it's a virtual conference. Anyone anywhere in the world can watch the conference. It's going to be June 9th and 10th. And it's called Spirit, Mind, Body, Healing, and Food as a Prescription. And we have day one is uh, all focused on spirit and mind healing. And day two is body. We have some great speakers and presenters. We have 15 uh, global presenters from all over the world. I'll tell you about who they are in each day. (laughs) But anyone can get a ticket. And even if they can't uh, watch the entire day on June 9th and 10th, when they get a ticket, they'll have access to watch it for 90 days. Mm -hmm. So right now we actually have some uh, a lower price advance ticket for folks right now as we start going through May and closer to the conference. So they can find the tickets to the conference at freedom-healthcare.us forward slash conference or just go to our website, freedom-healthcare.us. There's a banner at the top of the button that says, you know, find out more information here about the conference. All the speakers are there, all their presentation topics all the information, and we are co-hosting this with um, Healthcare the Future, who is out of uh, Zanzibar in Tanzania. So this is a joint effort to bring people from around the world and information on healing. Mm-hmm. So just some of the some of the presenters. So day one, we have Dr. Henry Ely. Um, he's going to be talking about you know the emotional challenges of natural healing and why faith is a key factor. He's going to go into um, the stages that he's been working on to heal from the mRNA shots and the turbo cancer that's been happening. Mm -hmm. We have Dr. Robert Young. He's going to be talking about healing the core, which is the small intestine, as well as healing type 1 diabetes and autism. We have Dr. Avery Jackson, which uh, he's going to be talking about tripart health, which is spirit, soul, and body. We have Pastor Adrian Shales, uh, her history is actually Dr. Henry Wright and the Be in Health series from A More Excellent Way, all about that spiritual healing and where disease really comes from spiritually, as well as um, 
Health Freedom Defense Fund founder, Leslie Manukian. She's going to be talking about homeopathy and emotional healing. We also have Cindy Renard um, of uh, uh, A Course in Miracles. And then we have Jasmine Bertle from the UK talking about uh, the science of Christian healing. So that's just day one. So we have some amazing people. Taking us out of day one and into day two is Sally Fallon of the Weston Price Foundation. So she has a lot of information on uh, natural fats and healthy diets. We also have Professor Colin Campbell, who was the one that created the whole food plant-based diet. So we're going to have, we've added a, a fun piece to this is because both of them have opposite views on, quote, diets, we're actually going to have a dialogue after Colin presents on day two. We're going to have a side-by-side dialogue with both of them to discuss the science, the data, the information around both types of diet. We have Dr. Mark Circus coming on. He's going to be talking about healing cancer. Uh, Dr. Sarah Myhill from the UK talking about healing the thyroid. Uh, we also have Dr. Esh Warren Kalihathis. He's from the UK and treating fibromyalgia. Um, Dr. Thomas Lewis, who talks about the health disease continuum, where you stand on that continuum and how the the chronic diseases and the blood tests today are not accurate. He'll talk about why they're not accurate. And then we have Dr. Patricia Barubi, who's actually a functional periodontist and understanding all of the health issues that can come from the mouth. And then we have attorney Anna Garner. And I taking out the the second day talking about Freedom Healthcare, uh, why it's a 5081CA, where we're going in the future with uh, this new healthcare system. So it is a it's a very packed uh, conference with information for people on healing. It is healing solutions to mm-hmm. things that people are dealing with now. Instead of talking about it. We need to bring solutions. That's right. Yeah. Try some things. Give us an idea of uh, your vision for Freedom Healthcare. We've talked about this before, uh, but uh, tell us what the the approach is and tell us uh, where you are in this approach. Yeah. Well, it's it's God's vision. I just got put into this to be the hands and feet, but um, it's a four-part process. We're actually in a pre-core phase right now as we uh, build membership and raise the donations to launch uh, phase one, phase two, phase three. So we are a, a strictly donation-based ministry. We run on donations so that as people give, that will go towards the launch of each, each piece. So right now we have the pre-core membership and there's a whole bunch of things on the website. People can see what they get to be a member, including being part of Pure Blood Ministry. We've started a private database and are collaborating with the other five groups around the country gathering folks that are you know in a all singular private databases that are um have not taken the shot um there's other things as well and let me interject here that's how we first started talking about that was the pure blood ministry people being concerned Mm -hmm. about contamination of the blood supply with these uh, jabs and uh, i'm sure you noticed that just this last week i talked about earlier uh this week you had the fda pull off the restrictions against homosexual men making blood donations. They had stopped that for decades because they were concerned uh, that it would uh, be a transmission of disease. And I know that AIDS is a very controversial subject. There's a lot of different things that people looked at. I know that, you know, Fauci tried to focus this on a virus, the HIV virus, 
Carrie Mullins was saying, you're misusing my PCR test. You can't prove that AIDS is caused by a virus by using my test, but that's precisely what uh, Fauci presumed to do. Uh, so there's a lot of different uh, ideas as to what actually causes this um, immune system disease that we identify as AIDS, but it had concentrated within the uh, homosexual community. And so they had banned them from donating blood and they've now lifted that uh, restriction and I find it curious that they're doing this at the same time we're seeing this massive destruction of the immune system. Many people are identifying this as, and saying, you know, we've got this uh, skyrocketing uh, uh, number of cases of AIDS. I think it was um, 338 times as many cases of AIDS uh, as it had in the past exploding. And uh, so as that is happening, it looks to me like they're getting ready to uh, provide an alibi for the vaccine by saying, well, now we're going to allow this group that we've identified as being at risk, we're going to allow them to donate blood. So I think it's taken on a new urgency in terms of this pure blood ministry. Yeah, I, I think it is too. But even when you go to the Red Cross website, they do not care if you're vaccinated or unvaccinated. Mm -hmm. um, they take all blood. Mm -hmm. So they've already made it clear they don't care who donates. So then you know the blood supply is tainted, That's whether right. it is with HIV or the other immune things that they put in the shots for years that have been poisonous. Mm -hmm. um, they don't care. Mm -hmm. So that's why this is so important for multiple phases is not only even the folks that have been unvaccinated um, that may have gotten the flu, COVID, and creates their, created their antibodies, we don't even know if us getting it from someone else, if those spike proteins or any sort of shedding is in our blood. So we don't even know because there have been tests done now in people that have been vaccinated, unvaccinated, and it's showing up in both. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we need to get to a point where not only knowing our best shot is going to be folks that are unvaccinated with anything from 2020 forward, because we know the mRNA, or at least the majority of this stuff came in through the Pfizer, Moderna, and J&J um, uh, shots. But the second thing is finding out exactly everything that is in the blood, which we don't even know the long-term effects of the mRNA uh, changing the DNA. We don't know that yet. And then finding cost-effective tests to do that. And then it's going to be cleaning the blood. Mm -hmm. So I know a couple people that are actually working on that. But if we don't even know yet everything that has damaged the blood, then creating the test, then cleaning it, there's a few steps we have to go to. And then here's the other thing. We've already seen hospitals and people that needed an organ transplant be denied because they weren't, quote, vaccinated. Right. Hospitals are now turning tail that you used to be able to get an autologous donation, which means putting your blood on file in the hospital before surgery or have a directed donation, which means you bring in a family member or a friend and you can um, hold their blood. Well, hospitals are now denying that. Mm. Number one, they're part of the agenda. Number two, they're saying, well, we don't want to set a precedent. So we have that issue in place now, people wanting to bring in a donor and they can't. So there's multiple phases of this. So this is why we shifted our, our advocacy team, shifted some of their work. We created an advocacy toolkit and it's on our website for our members to utilize. I think there's 12 or 15 documents. But one of the main documents that's in there is literally an affidavit lining out what a patient member is going to tell their physician or hospital before they go in. 
if I'm going in the hospital and paying for a service, like if I'm going into the grocery store and buying my groceries, I expect something when I pay for my service. Mm -hmm. This is laying the groundwork for that patient to go into the hospital and go, this is what I want. You will do this for me or I will take alternative steps. And these documents go into the hospital. So we're trying to empower people before they walk into their doctors or hospitals to have the paperwork to stand up until we can get the micro hospitals going. Mm -hmm. Because once and, and people ask, like, which phase do you want going first? We, we need all of them. We need the telehealth across the country going for everybody to actually get care based on a spiritual, emotional, physical perspective. But then also the clinic, so people have a place to go. But the hospitals, we're going to need a place for people to have surgeries, that they can bring in their own blood, that we can be cleaning the blood. This is all in the private. Freedom Healthcare is a private membership association, and we are a nonprofit ministry, and that's how we run. We are going to need these places sooner than later to be able to help people. Yes. Because the existing system isn't doing it for anybody. And of course, what we've seen in, in Europe, and, and I've talked to um, uh, an individual who is in Europe and trying to push back against this. In Europe, they're trying to shut it down so that, um, you know, you can't do this at all. Here, they're working. There, they do it through the government and through edicts and regulations and fiat orders and that type of thing. Here, the way that uh, this is all done is by bribing the hospitals, the big corporations that control the hospitals. And that's what we saw throughout the pandemic. They yeah. incentivize them financially to uh, lie to people. They incentivize them to use things like the invasive ventilators. And now we find that most of the people uh, that they were, um, you know, as they did a test case and did autopsies, they said, well, you put down these people died of COVID, but actually they died of a bacterial infection that they got from your ventilators, you know? So we're starting to see how they were complicit in all this because they were being paid phenomenal amounts of money uh, to do that type of stuff. And so that when the hospitals that have typically allowed that start pulling back, you know, there's a hidden hand there from the government that is incentivizing this. But I, I just, it was a big red flag for me when I saw the FDA say, well, you know, we were at least made this one little thing here to try to preserve the the, the purity of the blood uh, supply from a, a group that we know has a, a big issue with immune disease. Uh, but now we're going to pull that off. As uh, because we know that they weren't testing for people who have been vaccinated. And I think that is all just uh, uh, as this is exploding, they want to have an alibi so that the one thing that never gets blamed for any of this stuff is going to be the vaccine. That's their only motivation is that their uh, their control mechanism for depopulation is going to continue without anything being attributed to it in a negative way. Yeah, just like just like Fauci saying, I never told anybody to shut down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. He made us offers we couldn't refuse. Like, <laughs> yeah, the drug father. He's out there. <laughs> All the lies. Yeah, All I the know. Lies it's amazing. I said it, is, it really is like the Nuremberg uh, alibi turned upside down, right? You know, I was all the people would say, well, I was just following orders when I killed all those people. And he says, uh, uh, I, I didn't give any orders. They did it on their own. I just suggested that they do it. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's funny you say upside down because it really does feel like every single thing in our world right now is upside down. Yeah. And I really feel like this direction and what God has laid out for us to do is turning things right side up, including when we look at healing modalities and healing people. All we've seen ever since, you know, Rockefeller Rothschilds, you know, birthed the, the beast system is there's something wrong with you. Here's a drug. And then mm -hmm. here's another drug to counteract what's wrong with you. Mm 
Mm-hmm. No one has addressed the things that we should be addressing first, which is our relationship with our creator and the healing that comes with that. When we when we look at healing someone spiritually and internally, that affects your mind, that affects your body. We have to turn things right side up to help people understand they need to be healed fully, not just their body. Yeah. There, there's more levels to this. So we're going to turn things back right side up to where they should be, which is nature. Everything comes from nature that we need. God provides all of that. And we need to help people get back there. And the damage that's been done from this shot and the long-term effects that we don't even know and all of this stuff that is just flying faster than we can even keep our thumb on, we just have to focus on we need to help people find their way back to healing. It is amazing when you look at even the basic things. And we said this for the longest time, you know, the uh, locking people inside. Uh, isolating them from any human contact, the, the effect that that has on people's health in so many different ways is yes. well documented by people, whether or not they believe in God, that has been uh, very well documented, the the deleterious effects of that. P- putting a mask over your face so that you are continually breathing in what your body is trying to get rid of and restricting your oxygen intake, keeping yeah. you inside so that you can't get any vitamin D, psychologically yeah. abusing you and everything that they have done, you know, everything. for a long time, they've been messing with the food supply and uh, other things like that. And we've had, uh, you know, the Greek uh, physicians of, of uh, long ago, and I forget which one of them it was. I don't know if it was Galen or uh, Hippocrates or whatever said, let, let food be your medicine. They understood yeah. how important it was to have yeah. good food and to eat right. But of course that is completely disregarded. when they give us any advice about what to eat, uh, it is, uh, the upside down opposite of what you really should be eating. And then they just give a green light to anything that Bill Gates wants to do, whether it's coating your food with some new novel, uh, the new appeal. Yeah, yeah. That coating appeal that's on there and you're right. And things shifted. When they shifted the food pyramid in the 60s, when they took out fats and and the taste just disappeared, it it tasted like cardboard. They added sugar to every food to give it taste. Mm -hmm. So and you can look at every ingredient in the grocery store. Sugar is going to be at least the first, second or third ingredient in every food that's out there. Mm -hmm. Sugar creates inflammation. Inflammation creates disease. We have this nice, evil, symbiotic relationship between big food and big pharma. We're going to make you sick, and here's a drug for you. We're just little money-making Petri dishes for big pharma. People have to step out and get back to nature and overall health. We're going to create a new standard of health. No more sick system. We're creating a truly health-based system. And that's the key thing. You know, when you talk about the Rockefeller and the pharmaceutical uh, push with all this stuff, the other aspect of that is, um, you know, not really looking at what we need to be healthy, but looking at attacking the diseases that are there. And as they pointed out, and they've been very upfront about it, even before this stuff happened, it was back in 2018, I believe it was, uh, in the in the spring, you had uh, Goldman Sachs lecturing the pharmaceutical companies and saying, look, we just had Gilead cure one strain of hepatitis. We don't want to have that happen again. Please don't. That's not our business model. We, we don't, they made a lot of money the first couple of years, you know, but it, it exponentially decreased until now they're not making any money off of this. We need to have chronic disease and we need to have right. ongoing treatments. And that's what you see with everything that they do. When they give you a drug, it typically can exacerbate what you're taking it for. And then it creates all these other things for which you start taking even more medication. It's just a multiplying effect. So we need to pull back. And that's why, you know, you're, what you're talking about here 
it's important for us to get out of this system, to have some alternatives to the system, but also some education about uh, things that we can do that can make us healthy, not just how to uh, attack the disease. And so that's Freedom Healthcare, freedom-healthcare.us is the website. And you've got things, as you point out, your goal is to set up a network of telehealth to eventually to have, uh, as it grows, to have some physical presence in different places as well. But right now you've got uh, with this conference coming up, you've got a lot of uh, good advice from a lot of different people. Some of them will agree or disagree with each other, as you pointed out. So they're going to talk about where they d- agree or disagree in that teleconference that's coming up uh, June 9th and 10th, and people can get information about that at freedomhealthcare.us. Uh, is, is there anything that you want to tell us in terms of um, the the overall vision about Freedom Healthcare that we've not covered here? Yeah, and and something else, the way that people can get involved. I mean, number one, we're looking for volunteers in every state that want to have the clinics or hospitals in their city or state. Um, Our goal is not to be big, huge system, but just be everywhere to help people at a small scale everywhere. But then also um, having the volunteers in each city and state get those going. We're going to have two kinds of clinics under Freedom Healthcare. One will be Freedom Healthcare specific clinics, but we also have uh, folks out there that want to start their own ministry, private membership associations, and those are supportive clinics. We have a couple of those actually starting to be put together by some folks in New York, as well as Arizona. They will come under the Freedom Healthcare umbrella. They will also be a private membership association, but they will be autonomous. They have the same vision, they have the same mindset, they have the same ideas, but they run the clinic themselves. Those are supportive clinics that can come under Freedom Healthcare. If there's like-minded practitioners out there, providers, physicians, naturopaths, uh, functional medicine, whatever, that are staying in the system as an LLC or an S-corp, we can promote them through our website. We're starting to bring on like-minded practitioners so people can find them in their state until we have our clinics and hospitals up and going. So there's a couple ways that people can get involved and be promoted through what we're doing. Our biggest thing is, um, you know, we are a nonprofit ministry that we need donations to launch each of the phases. That's the biggest thing. That's part of why we're doing this conference. All of these amazing speakers are speaking pro bono for us. So folks can get a ticket, uh, freedom-healthcare.us, go to the conference. Right now, they're a little bit less expensive, but it's getting the word out. Um, Get online, become a member to see what's actually involved right now. We've just launched one uh, education platform going through Freedom Healthcare that has a discount for our members. We're partnering and collaborating with another group that has CMEs. Our members will have a discount through that as well. So we're bringing together a lot of different uh, things around healing, information, education, um, so folks can go on and become a member right now. It's $33 a month. It's it's very little, but there's a lot that they can access. We have a library of information. We have Wellness Wednesdays. We have a, a an amazing lady uh, named Wendy who does Wellness Wednesdays every Wednesday, uh, this month we're taking off because we have all the focus on the conference, mm-hmm. um, but does uh, information and videos on, on wellness every single Wednesday. We're all over social media. People can find us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and True Social and Gab and CloudHub. 
share the information, go find us, share the information, because we can only do this with everyone that's out there. And we're working to help everybody else. This is the whole goal is we're here to help people. That's great. And it's a great source of information, as you point out, if, if you've got uh, practitioners out there who uh, have been purged out of the system because they, you know, wanted to actually try to help people. We've seen so much of that. Uh, if they're independent, they can use you as a, as a way to reach out to people. Uh, I just saw where a, a third of the nurses are saying that they're going to quit or retire, or they're either going to go work for somebody else or they're going to quit. And, and so there's a lot of dissatisfaction from the people who are inside the system. A lot of them have been purged out of the system. And what we are missing is a way to bring this all back together again. Everybody understands how, how corrupt and how broken the system is, and we have to have a way to pull this back. And a key part of it is even just sharing information. Uh, you know, people out there who are, are willing to put together something in their community and, and start up uh, something that is uh, not associated with these giant corporations, the pharmaceutical companies, is a very important thing that you're doing there. Again, the website is... It's freedom-healthcare, is that correct, .us? Freedom-healthcare.us. Okay, all right. Uh, take a look at that. And again, they're having a big international healthcare conference coming up on June 9th and 10th. You can see the speakers and the topics that are going to be there on individual days. Uh, if you go to their main website, uh, freedom-healthcare.us, uh, they'll have a banner there that will take you to the website that has been set up for the conference on June 9th and 10th. Thank you so much, Julie, for what you're doing. Appreciate it. Julie Wentz of Freedom Healthcare. We'll be right back, folks. Stay with us. Thank you. Has your news been censored, banned, censored, banned over and over again? Has vital information been held prisoner by mainstream and anti-social media? It's the duty of every thinking person to make the great escape to thedavidnightshow.com. There you'll find links to live streams, videos, audio podcasts, and support links. Live stream the show at DLive and every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern. Videos at BitChute and YouTube. New audio podcast, The Real David Knight Show, at Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeart, and more. But even though there's a light at the end of the tunnel, without your support, the show will run out of gas. The links to support the show are at thedavidnightshow.com to donate via Subscribestar, donate via or donate via Cash App, Bitcoin, or P.O. Box. Our sincere thanks to all of you who have stood with us to get this far. Please don't forget to share the links and pray for the country as well as our family.